The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Welcome to the Rough House. (laughs) Fuck me. Christoph came up with an idea for a podcast that you can never know the backstory of. Nope. Called the Splotchy Diamond House. Good luck. If you can if you can possibly decipher that fucking R. Edward Nigma like riddle. You, my friend, I'll give you free access to all of our good Patreon content. And our of which there is a new episode. Up, yes. Uh, you should go check it out. It's hilarious. Um, I try to convince Justin to go see Guar with me. Justin uh, gives some dirt on a bit that he pitched uh, to his uh, to his day job that got hel- uh, that got brutally denied, but made me break down fucking crying laughing. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> and hidden talents, hidden talents, things that uh, you you may not have known that we could do. All on yes. the latest Patreon. It's patreon.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. Uh, any donate any monthly donation will get you uh, the episodes. A uh, five dollar donation will get you any uh, bonus blogs or any other uh, stuff like that. And a ten dollar monthly patronage will get you daily SGW Southern Gentlemen of Wrestling updates, of which there are some mwah, primo ones coming up. Yeah, there's some good shit coming out. Pardon me real quick while I just close out all the windows with Volvatron on there, just so I don't have the missus waking me up in the middle of the night going, who in the blue hell is Volvatron? And why were you looking at pictures at here? Oop, another thing. This is funny. When you read an article and then the you might also like article pops up, I'm reading about Volvatron. Uh-huh. Next to sidebar article Daily Mail, Manhattan executive was kept as sex slave by her helicopter firm boss who failed to pay her a penny of her salary she was owed and forced her to clean toilets and wash his clothes in the nude. All so, right. There we are. You're, you're, you're right. I would horrible. like that article. I would like that I'm article. I'm going to read it here, and I'm going to feel real bad for jacking off to it. So, <laughs> Will it make you feel worse than No Mercy did? Uh, you know what? I didn't mind No Mercy. I actually kind of enjoyed No Mercy. If you want to you kind of run down, recap that? Yeah, I want to I get into this because I had a lot of I – have, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. Let's so, go I, down. We'll, we'll beat them up. We'll kinda, cause there's obviously some glaring flares. 
yeah. like glaring flares, glaring flaws. <laughs> Woo! Um, let's uh, let's let's take it to the top. Which match you want to hit with first? Uh, I didn't catch the pre-show, and I'm not really concerned about. I Elias didn't either. Or didn't really Tigers give a shit. On the ground. Yeah. So, I was actually surprised though, to hear <clears throat> Elias beat uh, Apollo. Yeah, I guess the uh, yeah. Titus uh, under what is it? T- Titus Worldwide is Titus Worldwide. It. Yes, it yes. Titus they put white out on a B. It died. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I guess Elias, you know, he's been relatively successful uh, since since his call up. Shock to the shock of of many people. Um, but the show started with Miz and Jason Jordan. Uh, for the Intercontinental Championship, and you know, Miz has continued to be um, the the wrestler that he's been, nice and uh, solid. Jason Jordan is is super athletic. The guy just has no personality, and though he did start to show some with the promo, a right. little bit, a there was little a hint bit. of a slight heelish snide. You know what it was? It kind of made me think if this is Kurt Angle's son, this is. Intensity, intelligence, integrity, acorn, not falling far from the tree with the I am better than you. I am still like you lost, but you're still touting that you you know the Miz sucks and you don't respect him and all that. It was just a a tweezers worth of heel work there that I'm expecting, hoping Hoping. they expound on. But yes, right now he still needs to find who he is. Yeah, and it's just the whole. I don't know if if I'm having a hard time buying it. Because I I just I know it's just some bullshit angle. Like I feel like I'd have a better time accepting it if it was if if it was Chad Gable as in, in the spot. Because it's just like it just doesn't work for I don't know. It it it's just so obviously fake that it kind of puts me off to it. Yeah, Does that well, make any sense? Is- no, no, I, exactly what you say that it, you have to be, you don't have a very easy job if you're an agent or unfortunately one of the 3,000 writers that they now have <laughs> to come up with, with angles and storylines. We can kind of lose ourselves in and believe in an era where so much has had the curtain right. yanked wide open on it where um, uh, love children and someone returning from the dead or an evil twin angle or something, some, some 1980s or early right. 90s trope. Like the wedding, uh, like a wedding on Raw these days would be like, right. ah, God, Christ almighty. I mean, yeah. as much as they go with uh, the occasional halfway successful contract signing, the the, 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 the days of our live shit with Jason Jordan yeah. was a little bit strange. And I still never quite got over the fact that one of the best tag teams to kind of NXT yeah. never did anything on the main roster no. as a tag team. No, and I picked up their shirt for five dollars on the last five dollar Friday from God. WWE shop. So I, I mean, still I- don't <laughs> like that they fucking went with grand amplitude over the goddamn Omegaplex. What a cool fucking name yeah. that was for a time. The Omegaplex sounded awesome. Yeah. Grand amplitude. I can't tell you what the, I don't know what the fuck amplitude even means, much less the grand version of it. All right, sounds like a setting so, in Adobe Audition where we're It does, some yes. Audio. Activate grand amplitude and right. you all of a sudden it quadruples your fucking volume. Um yeah, I, I expected Miz to win. I'm glad right. he did. Uh yeah. Jason Jordan didn't really look any worse for the wear. No, where did Jason Jordan showing. go though right I now? No. Because um, Miz is moving on to, which we'll get at the end of the No Mercy recap. Looks like there's some stuff happening there with the Miz-Taraj. Right. So that that's happening. Um, there's, you know, the Universal Championship. So Jordan isn't going there. Um, I, th- I, I feel, and this is especially after catching Raw, 
that with Jeff Hardy being out for up to six months, they're saying, for the shoulder surgery, they paired up Matt Hardy and uh, Jordan uh, to face – who did they face? Uh, who the fuck did they face? I just watched not, it like an hour and a half ago, and I forgot who they wrestled already. Not Gallows and Anderson, was it? Was it? I, I honestly – my brain has just failed me right now. I can't remember. But they were uh, a tag team in a, in a match, and they won. Um, fuck me. Who was it? It may have been Gallows and Anderson. I, okay. I, I, it, that's how memorable it was. But that's that's a quick fix for both of them. Jordan needs some direction. Matt needs a partner. If they're not going to do the the broken Wogan thing with Matt, which you know, if there's a time to do it with uh, with Jeff being out, this would be the time. Um, but I think it would be kind of hypocritical for them to do that after what they just slapped the young bucks with uh, a little bit. Oh, by the way, it was Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Was it the Mizrash? It was the Mizrash. Okay, all right, man, that was. Ooh, forgettable. Yeah. So there's, yeah, it was. He hit because he hit the uh, twisted fate on Bo Dallas, I think. Um, anyway, so yeah, that that's what they could do with Jordan. Otherwise, I mean, do you put him in a few with Elias. What the hell is that going to do for him? I feel like if you, if you pair him with somebody else, then maybe they there's just another another tag team to go against. Uh, uh, who's the champ now? Seth and Dean. I don't know. Uh, I'm 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 at a loss of what to do with that guy right now. Yeah. Uh, we had Finn and Bray. Went about 11 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Bray, still one of the hottest streaks in the WWE with losing on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, there you go. He's um, reaching Kurt Hawkins' level of uh, ridiculousness. And it looks like they're going to continue this fucking thing? I cannot figure out why. I mean, they've they've had at least a half dozen matches. Uh, he's already beaten them as the demon. He's beaten them as a man after getting attacked pre-match. So what the hell else does Balor have to prove? He mentioned in, in passing that he wanted to go after Brock Lesnar in the Universal Championship. So I think Balor Lesnar is is good um, for whenever Brock comes back, whether it be Survivor Series or before. I don't think he's booked for TLC at this point. No, probably not. I think TLC is probably coming together. But a, a Bray... Finn Balor match for another time. I don't care. I have Bal- uh, Balor onward and upward. Bray needs to take some time off. I yeah. think at this point that it's become just such a norm, such a trope. The next night, haha, I'm a god. Like, you aren't even yeah. a man. I mean, at this point, if you wrestled Finn Balor's leather jacket, 50-50 that you win. Just the jacket. Not even the face paint. Not the man. Just yeah. an actual jacket. It's I jacket. feel like... The jacket might go ahead and schoolboy you. Here's here's what you do with Bray. He's going through some uh, some personal stuff right now with this divorce. Give him a couple months off. Bring him back at the Royal Rumble. He's gonna get a huge pop. Turn him babyface and just let him fucking run loose. There you go. Fixed. Yeah. Go ahead. Time time soothes all ills. I mean, when when Brock Lesnar returned to the WWE. Let me get a look here real quick. When Brock Lesnar returned 13 so long ago. After was it, it was the night after Wrestle of uh, WrestleMania. Um it may have been twelve. No, because he was back in thir- he was uh, uh yeah he was back then because he was at the Mania he fought Triple H the Mania I went to. Yeah. So he was back uh after WrestleMania twenty eight, I think. The night after Yeah. He he he, he left the UFC after getting fucking trucked yeah. by two opponents in a row. Kane Velasquez right? country. beat the shit out of him. Mark Hunt, he beat the shit out of him. Alistair Overeem beat the shit out of him. 
And then Mark Hunt, he came back in one, but that was after he came right. back to WWE. The re- the point I'm proving is that he had in the UFC two drastic losses in a row nah. is equivalent to 150 make believe pay per view losses. Right. But he took time away. He was gone. He returned. Everyone right. went holy shit to the WWE. Yep. I think <clears throat> if just let Bray go away, mm-hmm. I like your idea. Let him leave until Rumble. Let him be someone that just shows back up. Maybe give him a new look. Do something with that fucking hair. I don't. I don't know what you do. New move set. Maybe something else added in there. Maybe the new Wyatt family. No idea. But yeah. right now, Bray needs to go away because I don't think he can be booked out of the shitty predicament that they have put him in, where yeah. he is zero threat, all hot air, and no one is. No one watches his matches to see what the outcome is. No. You've told us what the outcome is. He's right. going to lose to everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's really there's nothing drawing me to a match of his. Not even his opponent. Like you know, I'm a you know I'm a, I'm a fan of Balor, and I'm just like okay, I've I've seen this, and and Bray's not bringing anything new to the table. I just I just needed to go away. So the ma- the match was fine. It was you know. It was a Bray Wyatt Finn Balor match, which which we've seen a lot of, which we just mentioned. So nothing Finn. really shocking came of it. Holy shit! Oh moment boy. of the night. That tag match was Rollins, Ambrose, Cesaro, Sheamus was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then the hands of fucking fate intervened, or should I say, the hands of the the, the demon dental. Yeah. Holy Christ. <laughs> Cesaro takes a bite out of that fucking new WWE mm-hmm. uh, LED, screen yeah. LED turnbuckle. And I, you know, it's funny is, is my girlfriend worked at a dentist office. Okay. And she was watching with me and she looked and I was like, oh my God, he bashed his teeth in and he knocked him out on there. You saw what happened. He holds his yeah. face and he sees that his, his teeth are gone. And she's like, that's a lot of blood for his teeth being gone. And we're like, and maybe he split his lip. Let's get a look at his lip. Yeah. And you look, and the lip's not split. Maybe slice the inside of his mouth. It's like, that is, I've seen people with broken teeth that just broke them, construction right. site, car accident, came in. Sure. And I've never seen that amount of blood from this guy. And we're hypothesizing what it could be. Did he slice his tongue? Did he, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, did he slice the gum line real bad? His teeth are fucking bashed in. He finishes the match. Yeah. He like wrestles. Another- it was it was before the halfway point of the match. This shit goes down. Yeah, it was inc- an incredibly tough Triple H torn quad on the yeah. table fucking moment. Brock Lesnar bashing his fucking head in off the shooting star press moment. Mankind's tooth coming out of his nose oh, oh. moment. If yeah. I'm the boys in the back, Cesaro just moved way up the don't fuck with me totem pole. Oh yeah. If I'm Vince, if I'm Kevin Dunn, if I'm you know, dude, 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 if I'm P.S. Hayes, I'm thinking, man, we got... That might have been one of the better things that could have happened to Cesaro. A, right. A total freak accident could be the thing that, that takes him up to the next level. And, and then it, you yeah. find out what happened to the teeth. Oh. And breaking oh. them would have been better yeah. than having them shoved up into his own gum line. Which explains all the blood. All the blood, because it's yeah. slicing the inside. It's cracking the socket. And when I read that, I got one of those oogie chills where I yeah. can actually feel my fingers and toes get a little cold. I'm like, Ooh. I might vomit. 
Yeah. I legit might fucking throw up all over this goddamn keyboard at the thought of that man splitting his fucking gums open from the inside Ooh. and he keeps on wrestling. The minute I get backstage, stick me with a fucking needle of morphine yeah. the length of a chopstick and lay me <laughs> down on the floor. Yeah, and, and he didn't just like just finish the match and get it over with. He went full steam. Like everything that uh, I'd imagine they had planned, they got to because there were still some crazy spots to come in that match. And I don't know if it was just his natural reaction or if he kind of I, I can't imagine he he just his reaction and the shot of his reaction. He, he just looks shocked and, and his mouth is bleeding and he just has his hands up to his mouth. That that shot is mwah, beautiful uh, in so much that they showed it a million times and I'm still not tired of looking at it. And each time that there was a near fall, the, the, the look on his face with him just bloodied and his teeth look all jacked up. It's just it just adds another layer to the guy's credibility and toughness. Um, there was a lot of great stuff that happened in that match aside from the finish. Um, I, I didn't mind that Seth and Dean won. It's just the, oh, we got distracted. I hit my own partner and then you get one finisher and and then you uh, then that's it. What what kind of pissed me off is the one spot where Sheamus had Rollins in the white noise. Oh no, he had Ambrose with white noise, and then Cesaro had Rollins off the second turnbuckle, power bombed Rollins onto fucking Ambrose. Jesus How Christ. was that not the finish for a match? That yeah, that was some authors of pain type fucking yeah. destruction there. That is. A finish. That is a horrifying fucking spot there. I'm like, yeah. yeah, well, that kills a mortal man. That's it. One, two, right. three. And it wasn't. Only thing I think that Cesaro could have done to up the level of badass was the next night on Raw challenge Strowman. To uh, where they, wouldn't, he, they wouldn't have cleared him for that. If, he, if they would have fucking found a way and been like, listen, we're going to protect me. Yeah. We're not going to hit the face. We're good to go. I wrestled another fucking 15 minutes with these goddamn things pushed up into the frontal lobe well, of my yeah. brain. I almost fucking lobotomized myself <laughs> via incisor. And if he came back out there the next night and fought the baddest motherfucker in the company, that's it. Cement your legend. It's true. Start working on your fucking Hall of Fame speech. Right. Because that would have been horrifying slash magnificent. No, you're right. Badass. You're right. Um, what did you think of the women's five-way match? I thought it was great. I really I enjoyed about it. Five more minutes of it. I it was a little about short. Five more. Yeah, it was a little short, but I think um, you know those kind of matches uh, benefit the small, um, slimy heel which Alexa is and is great at. But I think the the star made in that match was Nia Jax. Man, she came out looking like a million fucking bucks. It took four other women to take her out. She Samoan dropped. I think it was was it Emma and uh, Sasha at the same time. I think. Yeah, I know she stacked up two on her shoulders and dropped him, which was yeah. a really cool spot. She looked great, and you know she's riding high with. She did this uh, this plus size fashion show a couple weeks ago. They got her a lot of uh, positive press, and she was the only woman who announced her weight, even being the biggest woman in the match. And so she's got a lot of that. I, I feel like her confidence um, has been boosted, and 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 we're seeing uh, benefits of that in her performance because she acted like she owned the ring and rightfully so she was you know uh almost you know two of those women combined 
um, in in terms of size. So she she looked great. Emma has had some good spots in there. You know, Sasha and Bailey had some uh, some interactions that kind of tease what could happen with them in the future. Um, and Alexa Bliss is DDT. That once she hit on Bailey for the pin, man, that was Shit. a beauty. Beautiful. That really was. She fucking spiked her on that. Yeah, head. that was real nice. That was real nice. And obviously, I'm Team Bliss, so I'm happy she retained. Um, I on I'm happy she's re- she retained, but I'm also kind of bummed out because then I kind of feel like she'll be the one who's gonna drop it to Oscar. I kind of feel like having um having Emma just win the title for like a couple weeks to say one she won the title and two just to have somebody a little lower on the on the totem pole be the one to to drop the title to Asuka because uh, you know I mean well that's the thing let me ask you this do you think she's going to have a title shot immediately or do you think she's going to have to fight her way up to a title shot Asuka oh god I don't know I bet she does a couple of warm-up matches I bet I would be surprised if they had her run the gauntlet and whatever cowardly uh, Alexa Bliss style champion is the champion at the time. She puts everybody in front of her first sort of runs a gauntlet, then gets to her and fucking mauls her. And then they just, if they're smart, just continue on with what you're doing with Asuka all the way up to WrestleMania and then figure out whoever the fuck you have in NXT or on the main roster. Yeah. Could possibly beat this woman because Right now, I don't look at anyone as, ah, that's her. I guess the last quote-unquote credible threat that they gave her was Ember Moon. And even then, I'm like, eh, I guess. I mean, It took a couple of matches for it to click, too. Um, you know what's a fantasy matchup of mine after okay. watching the Mae Young Classic? I would love to see brought to the main roster sooner rather than later is some China-style muscle, especially now that um, you've got the... the uh, Lana and Snuka combination. Yeah, love yeah. to see Jazzy Gabbard, the German chick okay. that yeah. that Abby Lath beat. Yeah, she's a fucking monster. She's a scary looking individual. I- Ivana Drago. That yes, she's fucking Drago. <laughs> Change her name to something. She's just a gnarly, yeah. bestial ass woman that I I think she could really be something on the main roster because. Yeah. And again, I said this in a prior episode. My, my girlfriend was watching. He's like, man, there should be a separate division for women like Naya. And I'm like, man, all you really have is Naya and to a lesser extent, Tamina. Right. And then it's just a bunch of these, you know, thinner, tinier, svelter, waif-like women. Yeah. I mean, Bailey kind of being a stopover in between. You know, yeah. on, on the old thickness scale. Charlotte so, has the height, but not so much the uh, the, the the width of it. Um, there were a couple of ladies in, in the May Young Classic um, of of that size. Uh, Piper Niven, one that I talked about a lot, was a was a larger lady uh, and used it to her advantage. Um, but even like in, in musculature, like a, a Tessa Blanchard or um, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Precious Paul's daughter, Rachel Evers. Yes, uh, yes. Is another one. She's she's more of a Bailey size, but like you said, kind of could work either division uh, with either one if they did split it up into two different divisions. But who's that? Um, who's that woolly mammoth you like? Which which one am I thinking of here? The woolly mammoth. Uh, I'm trying to think of the one. She's 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 a thicker gal. Piper Niven, uh, that one. Not Piper. No, nah, she wasn't even in the May Young Classic. Uh, I'm trying to find her. 
What the hell was Is she her in name? WWE? No, she's not. Uh, no. But you talked about her. Oh, jo- Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace. Yeah, yes, Jordan Grace. The one. Yeah. Jordan Grace. J O R D Y N N E, I think. Oh, is that how you God. spell it? Really? Is that how you spell it? I think so, yeah. 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 I am. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. As long as she's facing away from me. (laughs) This coming from the guy who bought the China Playboy issue. R.I.P. Hef. Yeah, we just all wanted to see what was fucking happening down there. I mean, Jordan. I mean, Jordan. She she's is is thick as a brick. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, there we are. Look at that toe. Holy shit! Hand me a Corona. Let me pop it open in that thing. Yeah, you know what I will. You know what I will do tonight. I will do uh-huh. an act of solidarity it. with you. Yeah, is I will jack off to Jordan Grace this all evening, right. and, and I'll Cheers. time it. And then okay. I'll beat off to Carrie Sane and uh, see if he see can beat how, the beat the I'll time. See if I can. I'll do the old beat the cock challenge. I'll see if, <laughs> see how quickly I can fucking get a nut God to either damn it, old Jordan Grace genius. or Carrie Sane. Kyrie uh, Sane. Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie Sane, the old, yeah. the old fucking pirate sailing the dork waters yeah. of the dipshit sea. Uh, <laughs> moving on to our next match here. Oh yeah, we had one of the big ones. Reigns and Cena. <sighs> okay, so I'm of two minds. I understand the the I understand what this match accomplished. I I I feel like it was a little too one-sided. Well, maybe maybe not one-sided is the word. Um I I know they're trying to build Reigns up to be the guy who beats Brock at WrestleMania. That's pretty much common knowledge at this point. Everybody knows that's the plan. That's been the plan. You know, they've had a couple uh, stopovers the past couple WrestleManias, um, but that's that's the plan. So it's going to be near impossible to beat Roman Reigns between now and WrestleMania. I just feel like Cena just threw too much. He kicked out of too much of Cena's stuff. Like four AAs, uh, you know, one of them, the Avalanche AA off the second rope, the Super AA, it's. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It it, it kind of bothered me, I, and I wanted a little. I wanted a little more from the match because I know those two are capable of it. Um, it just it just let me down. It didn't fulfill all of my um, anticipations for it. Maybe I went in with expectations too high, um, but it, for me personally, it didn't meet them all. How about you? Um, you know what it was. I actually enjoyed the match, but what I did not enjoy terribly much was, again, and people have actually been memeing this and having a laugh at it, was the very trite and predictable Cena raising Reigns' hand moment yeah, a la Rock, Rock 2014 yeah. Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like, they are doing everything they can. The former face of the company right. signing off on Reigns. The Passing current the face of the company signing off on Reigns. Mm-hmm. Them about to do what sounds like a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion trying to get Reigns back to where when people actually liked him and then maybe right. jumping off from there. Maybe that's what'll do it. Uh it it just if there was ever if there was ever a, a point to be made of they are really hell bent for leather it's on making man. him the fucking guy. Yeah. 
this is it. This yeah. is like, ah, eh, maybe they're going to maybe take a step back and have them do some U.S. championship shit, or maybe they're going to put them back with the shield, or maybe they're going to turn them heel. No. They are having fucking Cena be the dude that is tipping the hat to him, and here you go. Here is your guy, everyone. It was in that moment with the, you know, uh, he re- by the way, he retired The Undertaker. Yep. This was, they're yep. doing literally everything, everything they can to sell you on this guy. Yeah. And people still aren't quite buying what he's selling. There was a better reaction to him than normal on Raw on Miz TV. Yeah. Still not over the moon for him. Also, that Miz TV segment, very, very strange. We'll get into that it's too in long. a second. I had some too long and very odd. Um, as far as Miz was being, this is another thing with the WWE these days, where the heels are nice and yeah. making points. And then the faces are acting like assholes to where yeah. literally the Miz came out to celebrate the man who yeah. beat Undertaker, just beat Cena. Yeah. And then Roman's like, what I want to know is, why am I out here talking to this dumbass jackass right now? Yeah. Huh? Y'all feel me? Y'all feel me? And I'm like, that man just, <laughs> Miz really just was very nice to you and yeah. dedicated a segment at the beginning of the show to you. Yeah. And you're kind of being a dick. It was, uh, again, very odd. Uh, let's get to the low point of the night. Uh, Neville Enzo Man. was complete trash. It was, is there anything worse than trash? It was a dumpster fire within a, I don't even know what's worse than a dumpster fire. It, was, it just sucked. I was, I was legit pissed. After he won the cruiserweight championship, I was I was triggered. I was well, furious. There might be a silver lining to this, from what I read, and I hope is the case, and not yeah. just scuttle. But it sounds like they're going to move, hopefully, Neville out of the cruiserweights, right, and put him on main roster Raw, and just start getting him involved in some other shit, and letting Enzo be. The guy. <laughs> you think you're the man, you think you're the fucking yeah. guy, the draw, you think you're the cash money millionaire, then okay, you're now going to be the face of 205. It's going to be a a one versus all feud by the looks of it uh, yeah. with Neville uh, losing to, to a fucking ball shot of all things. I know. Kicks him in the fucking nuts. I mean, really, what maneuvers did Enzo pull off? Outside of that weird backflip thing where he was holding on to the ropes, what did he do? He had one, I think he calls it the GDT. He did like the DDT off the second rope thing, which looked great. I will give him credit for that. That was one wrestling maneuver that I remember from that match. And it was a near fall. And it was kind of a believable near fall, too. I was like, oh, shit, no. And then Neville kicked out. Um but that was that was really all I can recall. I mean, the it was like a ten minute match, and eight and a half minutes of it was Neville just beating the shit out of Enzo. So that just made me even more pissed off that it was just a kick to the dick. You know, everybody's kryptonite—a kick to the dick, and right yeah. so I don't want to get you kicked just in my dick. kicked the champ in the dick, took the title. Now he is a full on heel right now, right? That, that's it. That they're just after seeing Raw and everything. There's Pretty no much. question anymore. He's just a heel. Enzo has fully flipped to heel. Everybody hates him, but he still got a little bit of a pop. And I'm sure he I, I, oh. still gets a pop. He still gets quoted after. Yeah. This, is, this is the Daniel I Bryan know. syndrome to where it's your your phrases and your your your, your shtick is more over than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I really if I find if I run across anybody in my everyday life 
wearing that uh, I got the sauce muscles marinara shirt, I will punch you in the face. It's just I, I'm going to punch you. I'll, if I go to jail for it, I'll go to jail for it. If somebody pays money for that shirt and wears it in public, you're getting punched in the face. That's a roughhouse guarantee. I am very excited to have someone walk up to Christoph wearing that shirt. Can't encourage the OG 50 right now. Someone wear that fucking shirt and be like, that's fucking tangle. Um, it makes no face. sense. It's corny as tits. Yeah. Uh, it was just not a great match. Now, that match I did not expect to be good. The next no. one in the headliner I did and was rather let down by Lesnar and Strowman. Yeah, this was another one. I, I think... I think maybe I hyped myself up too much for these two matches. Well, no, 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 I take that back. I didn't hype myself up. They fucking hyped us up for this match by saying these were two WrestleMania quality matches. And they, they did say that. Yes, they lot. did say WrestleMania quality matches. And on paper, it's 100% correct. But they beat it into the ground to the fact that I was at like a fever pitch for this match. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, hoss fight. And after seeing what they did to each other in that fatal four-way at SummerSlam, I was even more excited. And everything, everything seemed to line up. And it just... It never really got off the ground. I mean, there were a couple, you know, oh shit spots early on with uh, with him jumping up from the, the German. I think he did that again. And uh, once he once Brock hit the put him in the Kimura uh, and tried to get that, it all just kind of screeched to a to a halt, especially because he had grabbed the ropes like fucking five times and the ref never asked for a break until he was on the ground and he was supposed to ask for a rope break. Fuck off. You know, if you got, I think if you're going to have rules, been, I think it should have been no holds barred. I think it should have been, I think it should have been no, uh, um, no disqualification. If you're going to do one and done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I mean, we saw what happened at SummerSlam where, you right. know, you got Braun just trucking him through fucking table after yeah. table looking like a monster still doesn't win, but you're like, Oh my God. And this is with also having contend with Roman and having to contend with Joe. And you're still pulling this off. Imagine if Stroman could just focus on Lesnar and those first couple of exchanges of the match were great. When fucking Lesnar was trying to tackle him and get the takedown. Oh yeah. He brushed off the double leg. Yeah, exactly. Brushed off the double leg, brushed off a spear like maneuver. And you're like, all right, here we go. Brock yeah. looks like the weaker man for the first time in a long time. Keep doing this shit, and let's just be beef smacking on beef. But then Strowman takes one F5, and it's over. One F5. And- well, they're doing the same thing to Brock that they're doing to Roman, is that they're re-cementing the impact of the finishers. Nobody's kicking out of an F5, and nobody's kicking out of a Superman punch-spear combo until WrestleMania. Just, just, just accept it right now, because you've got you've got six months of that, because um, that would that's going to be the finish of the match. Um, so yeah, one. I he, he I think he hit two or three power slam running power slams on Brock, at least two if not three. I, I can't recall exactly. And Brock kicked out. Then one f five, and then done. And I was I was I was kind of shocked and like, wow, that was it. It was. It, it was sounds a little, like a little bit of a letdown. Brock's going to be off for a bit. Yeah. Roman's going to get into some other shit, and then they're going to go ahead and start working towards another Roman versus Brock match, WrestleMania 34. Rumors are to be believed. Where does this leave Strowman? Does Strowman I was face just ask a that. some point return? When does Joe get back? When is, I was also when is just going to ask you that. Get out of my fucking head. Um, yeah, I don't so know. No I, don't, I don't know a time frame on that. Um, 
from what I remember, it wasn't going to be too long. So hopefully soon I'd get behind another, you know, Hoss fight between Joe and Braun. Um, I I mean, I guess Braun's the, the face in that in that situation. Joe is a is a much better heel. I mean, I guess. But you could work it either way because Braun is such a destructive force that anybody's kind of the underdog against them unless your name's Brock Lesnar and you have one F5 in your back pocket. But um but yeah I can't think of anybody else really um that could that could match Braun Strowman at this point that he wouldn't just well, truck over. I'm reading here he is rumored to return Joe to return from his injuries for the WWE UK Ireland tour early November. So you it's could feasibly have Strowman kind of dip back into his bag of tricks where he just runs around and fucking murders anybody that isn't hiding inside of a Brinks truck, does that for four or five weeks, and then after, you know, finally clearing house, mauling everyone, you know, beating and sexually assaulting Kurt Hawkins, is there anybody out there, is there anybody that's willing to step up? Brock's too big of a bitch. He's taken off. You got Reigns hiding behind his boys now because it looks like the Shield will be back together. Is there anybody? Pop, here comes Samoa Joe. And then okay. you've got Samoa Joe and Strowman leading up to maybe a best of three series ending it at WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah, I, I could I could be okay with that. This just popped in my head as you were saying that, though. You just mentioned the Shield. Wouldn't the Shield be kind of a perfect foil to Braun Strowman at this point? They would be. I got to wonder how long they're going to do this. Uh, it sounds like moving forward, you're seeing too many hints. They're trying to get Hell yeah. in a Cell, excuse me, TLC, TLC to yeah. sell some more tickets and also get Roman over some more because yeah. they're trying to take him back to when he was over by reuniting the Shield. They're dropping too many hints. They're having uh, the Miztourage and Miz beat him down. Right. At the end of Raw. Do the fist bump. Do all that sort of shit. Uh, I'm thinking a little bit more of that happens. And then he calls them down. Maybe does that for a little bit. Maybe it's it's Braun versus the Shield for a second. Uh, I I, I think that would be great. That could be that could be fun, but it would have to it would have to culminate in Braun taking on Roman again. If he took on the Shield three on one, and he doesn't defeat the Shield, it's it's weird. There's no I think it's like it's no win now that I'm thinking at it. I'm saying it out loud. Well, if the Shield defeats Braun, they're supposed to beat the, the Braun. Right. They murdered everyone when they were together. If they don't. Then Braun is going to look like a badass, but then Shield's going to look extremely weak with Roman tucked inside of it. Yeah, but I think if you if you you know if you kind of incapacitate Roman in a believable way and have Dean Ambrose eat a pin, I don't think that really uh, hurts anybody too much. You know, like handcuff Roman somewhere so he can't come in and and and, and break up the pin. You know, knock out Seth Rollins and then dismantle uh, Dean Ambrose. Could work, but then they'd want revenge. So, yeah, I guess that wouldn't be a, uh, you know, it's good on paper, but storyline-wise doesn't make a whole ton of sense. I'm just you trying know, to think they're oh, – go ahead, please continue. No, no, no I, was just, I was just trying to think of the roster and anybody else who could be a believable threat. I, okay, all right, I just came up with one. Uh, Sheamus and or Cesaro. Ah, I mean, one of the two for Braun? Yeah. I don't see them splitting them two up. They're finally getting some heat. They're finally getting some momentum as a tag team. I don't see them trading that off and removing people from an already just wafer-thin tag team division. Yeah. 
I feel like they're just going to tread water until Joe's back. But it did get me thinking about this shield shit. Okay. And the shield ain't going to be around very long. I can, no, I can no. probably yeah. take a guess. It's going to be just a little holdover. Very much yeah. like the returning, not returning evolution when Batista Cup came back. Little taste of a return. Haha, wasn't that great? Let's get back to our own shit. But right. you have an opportunity here. And I think that opportunity is that somehow they get the tag team titles off of those two and Roman comes out to help them in some way, shape, or form. They're getting beat down. Roman comes out to help. Later that night, uh-huh. Roman's getting beat down by somebody. They come out to help. Sure. Here comes the fist. There we go. They're back together. Right. They go. They do their shit against the Miztourage. They win, obviously. They should. And right. they have themselves a little bit of a run. And then against maybe another three-pack team, don't know who it is. Okay. This time, Dean turns. Because it ain't going to stick together forever. Dean's the one that goes south. I think Dean as a heel could be such a boon to Raw. Yeah. Such a boon to his character. Because right now, he's not doing a whole lot. And I feel like the the, the Dean face run thing is just a little milk toast. I think if you let him return to the feral, crazy member of the Shield that you didn't quite know what he was going to do, he was a loose cannon, I'd like to see have it be Dean. The one that breaks them up. Seth was the one that was supposed to. He was the one you couldn't trust. Right. Roman never would because he's the new face of the company. And he's a good right. guy, not a bad guy. He's the guy. The guy, yeah. Dean. Dean's the okay. one this time to stab and twist the knife that when it all breaks up, Rollins and Reigns got to have themselves a little bit of a brotherhood. And then you've got some shithead Dean that you've got a new facet to his character, and maybe he could take on Rollins, but with a reversed face and heel dynamic yeah. this time with Rollins as the face, or Roman as the face, Dean as this dastardly piece of shit heel. Yeah. I feel like Dean as a heel could be very Owens-ish, and where you don't really cheer Owens. He's doing some dirty, shitty stuff right now. Right. I feel like Dean's capable of that, because uh, the face thing right now, kind of meh. Yeah, uh, Dean has that um, kind of air about him where, and I think he has the potential to do it if they write it that way. He's kind of got a Joker esque vibe that he's just kind of, you know, he's got the anarchy, stupid logo, but he never really acts, um, you know, on anarchy. You know, like it, it, they could just be, he could be like the loose cannon where, oh shit, what kind of mood is Dean in tonight? Is he going to just interrupt a match and beat somebody up? Is he going to throw, you know, Renee Young into a dumpster, what the hell is he going to do? Just that air of um, unpredictability that's really missing. And Braun kind of has that right now because he'll come out and beat up Enzo for no reason and, you know, just beat up whomever. Um, so it's kind of working for him. But I think the the Weasley kind of smaller guy uh, with that potential has has a lot of legs to it as well. Yeah, and I also like the idea of a Dean that is off the rails, heelish, to where he doesn't align with other heels. He doesn't look for help from other dastardly people. A a heel Dean is much like a tweener Stone Cold, where literally no one is safe around the man. Much like Braun, where the, the man is just not reliant on anyone. He doesn't want to have a mixed tag match with anybody. He's just going to be a true piece of shit and hurt whoever is in front of him. I I would love that. I'd be okay with that. How does the shield look if they reunite? How do they look physically? Are they, are they grabbing the tack gear? Are they going out in their own shit? Are they hitting the crowd? Are they breaking out the, they got to break out the old music, but they walk into the ramp. They break out the music. 
No, I think they'll, they'd have to go through the crowd again. Tacfest, I'm not sure. That could go either way. But I think the music and the crowd entrance, those are two very shield things. Um, uh, and I think those those would be key uh, to the, I don't want to say nostalgia for the shield, but it, it kind of is. You know, it's only been a couple years, but, you know, that's, that's how these things roll. Um, I'd really like them to just go back to the old gear for a bit. If they wrestle individually, you've got your own stuff. I think that would, if they really want to try and get this stuff back over, especially Reigns, you need to to go full shield. You don't need to go these three guys together sort of doing a KISS reunion tour. You need (laughs) to go full-on military supply store falling down. You and me, we're the same you and me. Why don't they call you guys Officer S's? Does uh, Seth streak his hair again? No. No. <laughs> no, don't do not do that. Do they start no, carrying around so. a handy cam again? Who knows? Oh, those, that could oh, be fun. I forgot about Those were great promos. It was just a little uh, GoPro that they held and passed around backstage. Those were great. Those were great, yeah. Dean, yeah. Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, and he said very little, which really helped. Never said anything. That was the yeah. mystique of Roman. He said, that believe he didn't that. Say shit. It's it, like, so believe funny. in There's the shield. So many people just forget how goddamn over he was the year that he I was know. murdering people in yeah. the Royal Rumble. I think it was 2013 Royal Rumble. It was Rumble. the year before that he did the same shit and got booed out of Philly. It yeah. was the year before. The year before he gets booed out of Philly in 2013 He's fucking knocking everybody out. Then he gets thrown over, and yeah. people are in heaven. Like, oh my god, this guy's uh-huh. amazing. We'd love to see this happen. Roman Reigns might win. Very next year, The Rock's like, I should not have co-signed on this yeah. motherfucker's blockbuster <laughs> card. He's going to definitely return that weekend at Bernie's late. This sucks. Uh, I, am, I am not into this. Oh, uh, the second weekend at Bernie's was really bad. I've often said, if you wanted to get away with a murder, you need a fake mustache, pair of Ray-Bans, blue windbreaker, and a fucking handycam, and just swing the goddamn guy's arms over your shoulders and have a third accomplice walk around shooting you two and be like, yeah, we're doing a weekend at Bernie spoof. You could walk a body eight blocks before <laughs> anybody stopped you. Hiding yeah. in plain sight. Farther if in certain parts of the city. Oh, yeah, certain parts of the city. They'll fucking hold doors for you in your goddamn body. <laughs> did you catch any SmackDown? Uh, no, I did not, know. Okay, so uh, Jinder came out and quasi-apologized for the week before with the super racist Nakamura promo. He said maybe he went too far. Uh, but then he went back to doing the same stupid make-a-joke-show-a-weird-looking-face photo of Nakamura sort of thing. Um, that just... Uh, it's bad TV. It's not funny. It goes on too long. And Nakamura, like, you know, talked and he is Japanese and he speaks with a mouth guard in his mouth still. And I can't understand a goddamn word the guy says. So it's not working in that respect uh, for that whole feud. I just just get it over with. You know, if Knox going to win the title, just let him go on. If Jinder's going to win for whatever the fuck reason, just let it happen. I just need Hell in a Cell to get here. I know it's like a week away from um, this weekend, this next weekend. So there's that. Um, the big development on SmackDown was uh, something I had hoped for, is that the tag match, the Usos 
um, against the New Day is going to be inside a Hell in a Cell. So that because those matches have been great. They've beaten the shit out of each other the past like seems like three or four months. And I think the fitting way to end this feud um, is Hell in a Cell. And I'm stoked to see how they do it. I I think that's going to be the match of the night. Yeah, I think there's two Hell in a Cell matches. You're going to have Shane taking on Kevin. You're going to have New Day taking on Xavier. That's going to be because those guys had the greatest pre-show match of all time on a card with SummerSlam. And I'll be curious to see what sort of hell Kevin unleashes on Shane in that match. It's some sort of weird wanton fucking violence. I mean, by God, they're going to make make that headliner really hard to watch if Jinder and Shinsuke Shinsuke is anything like it was last time. If you've got Shane doing some wackadoodle shit or Kevin Owens literally does like some sort of snook a splash off the thing onto Shane, pops his guts and his head fucking explodes like one of those goddamn (laughs) champagne bottles. It's going to be a little difficult to have Jinder, you know, throw a half Nelson on uh, Nakamura for five minutes while I can't stop staring at his back knee and those two delightful young Mumbai twinks walking around the outside (laughs) of the ring. I think that I think the Shane and Owens match may headline the show because on in uh, Owens's promo kicking off SmackDown, he said because uh, Zayn came out to confront him and they, you know, Owens was talking about all the titles he's won and how much more successful he's been. He said, I'm the guy headlining the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. Now, that could just be Owens being his vain heelish self saying that, putting himself in the main event, even if he was on the pre-show, because that's what, you know, a good heel does. But there's a possibility um, that that match could go on last. If that is the case, um, I can't imagine Nakamura winning the title before because, you know, a title change like that, you'd want to end the pay-per-view, right? Oh, yeah. Something like that you need to end the pay-per-view with. So if the, if if we're watching it next Sunday and the the title match happens first, you can pretty much assume that, uh, that Jinder's going to retain and then the Hell in the Cell match will happen and probably steal the show. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I'm curious to see what kind of spots they come up with because Shane has already done pretty much everything you can think of. And Owens had some, you know, shit-kicking um, matches as well. So I, I'm looking forward to that. And then we've also got Rusev and Orton um, again. Rusev had a, uh, uh, a Rusev Day celebration on SmackDown. Aiden English sang the Bulgarian National Anthem. And there was some guy speaking Bulgarian, Bulgarian giving Rusev the key to his home city or something like that. It's kind of like something we've seen with Rusev before, back when Lana was uh, was with him when he first came out. But I still love Rusev, and I really hope they do something with the guy. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else on SmackDown worth noting. AJ Styles um, and... Uh, AJ Styles versus Corbin's fucking Corbin. hairline. Yeah. And uh, I would like to see next week on SmackDown, uh, Ziggler... Literally oh, cut his yeah. leg off with a chainsaw and come out as the as Zach Gowan. Just, just <laughs> jack his fucking swagger. That would be that would be great. They should have done that before the the Bobby Roode stuff, though. He speaks with a lisp and comes out as Jack Swagger. That would be a lot of fun. Oh, we the people, we the people. Yeah, who else? Who whoever? Who else's theme could he could he fucking steal? Man. They make him. They make him start to eat Boogeyman's fucking worms. That would be funny. Um, he didn't do a Bret Hart, to my recollection, or did he? Did he do a Bret Hart? I don't know. Did Goldberg kick him in the fucking head and give him a stroke? <laughs> Book it. That's, <laughs> That's terrible. 
terrible. Yeah. Uh, no, he he did Shawn Michaels. He did DX and he did Triple H. He did The Undertaker this past week. He's done The Ultimate Warrior. He's done. Um, Do Mike uh, Adamale and have him come out and just fucking mispronounce everyone. <laughs> Natasha taking on Charleston Flair. We've got <laughs> we've got Billy Rod taking on Dolph Zargler. and we have Jeff Harvey. Uh, yes, we have Jeff Jeff Harvey. And uh, we have we have R- Ricky Ricky Ortonsworth taking on <laughs> Ryle. We have R- Ricky Ortonsworth versus the Iron Sheik, and uh, Jinder Mahal taking on Hong Kong Ching Chong tonight <laughs> at Hell in a Cell. I'd watch that. Karate Chop. <laughs> and here is the end of the program. Can't encourage you enough. Donate to the Patreon and get this week's Patreon exclusive episode. Oh. It involves deaf girls singing. Oh, you just gave the bit away. Oh, no. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's true. That's only a mere facet of it. Only yeah, you a def- mere twinge of what it has to do with deaf girls and singing. And I encourage you, the Rough House listener, give it a shot. Try and board a plane being deaf. Pretend to be deaf tomorrow, Rough House listeners, and watch bit. the world be your oyster. <laughs> That's a piece of shit bit. It is. It is. It's re- when someone asks you for money, just, uh, I'm sorry, I can't fucking hear you. Dolphin voice, dolphin voice. Does uh, you need me to squeegee your windshield at the stoplight? I'm sorry, dolphin voice, dolphin voice. Did you send that email that I've been asking you to get a hold of the client? I am sorry, dolphin voice, dolphin voice. <laughs> Just float through life as a faux deaf person and truly know what heaven is like. I mean, you're not going to offend any deaf people because how the fuck are they going to listen to this? Very good point. <laughs> you're a motherfucker, dude. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at Rough House SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J. 2, 1, N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase L, capital D, N, 7, lowercase C, 3, lowercase R, lowercase F, U, V, Q. This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod- House, uh podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House Podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.